this week's Farmland, we look at tractor safety on our roads during silage season and what everyone should keep in mind during this busy time. And we talk to the president of the Irish Creamery Milk Suppliers Association, Pat McCormack, about the recent dry spell and milk prices. Here's what's coming up. Pat McCormack and the recent dry spell and the drop in milk prices over the last few months. Garda Superintendent Eddie Golden highlights the key road safety points to keep in mind during silage season for both machinery operators and other road users, as well as the issue of mobile phone use while driving. The recent dry weather has seen grass growth rates take a huge dip in many areas around the country. Michael Geary spoke to Pat McCormack about the recent dry spell and how farmers have adjusted to the challenge. He also talks about the drop in milk prices over the last few months. So today we're here in County Tipperary on the farm of Pat McCormack, the president of the Irish Creamery Milk Suppliers Association. We're going to be talking with him about the drought-like conditions that farmers have been experiencing over the last number of weeks. Even though it rained here today, you know, farmers will be looking for more over the coming weeks to sort of boost grass growth rates. And we also speak to him about milk prices. Dairy farmer Spring Kevin, obviously supplying the local co-op here, Tipperary Co-op, the bulk tank is just gone there when you were coming through the yard. You know, grass-based, obviously very much Spring Kevin profile coming towards the end of the breeding season at this point in time. The bull has gone off the last two and a half weeks. Um, thankfully, conception rates seem to be holding up reasonably well. Uh, I suppose this the next round will tell that because obviously they're coming under pressure now for, for grass. Getting tight now, I suppose, fortunate enough that I cut, first cut silage there around the 10th of May. I also cut again around the 24th and there's a huge difference in covers there. I mean, the first cut that was cut the 10th of May will be okay to graze or to utilise next week. The crop that was cut two weeks later is, is well stunted, finding itself very, very difficult to close in. But look, we're hoping for rain this weekend in this area, West Tipperary and indeed South Tipperary. Uh, if we don't get rain this weekend, grass covers will be serious next week uh, and it will have a huge consequence on, on dairy production. But I think the forecast is positive from a, from a rain perspective. Look, I know a number of farmers that are feeding 2019 silage. There is fodder left over, you know, I suppose. We came through a very difficult spring in 18 and the cupboards were bare. That's the one saving grace at this point in time. And, you know, the quality that is made is extremely good. And hopefully that we do get the rain this weekend and that we'll be in a position to furnish up the stocks of silage uh, in the second cut. Farmers have had to go down the route of, you know, open up base of silage and increase concentrate supplementation. I suppose, have you been forced to do that yet? Well, the plan then is obviously to, to bring back grass from outside blocks uh, in the form of zero grazing and to supplement. Look, we had to do it in 18, we'll have to do it again if we have to. Sire hulls and, and various other different forms of supplementation, but certainly, you know, it's a case of hope that the weekend comes good uh, from a wet perspective uh, and that we'll get by. But, you know, we've been involved as an association indeed in the the conference calls on the dairy industry as regards COVID-19 and you know in the last number of those calls it has turned to the potential of a drought and certainly if there isn't rain next week I think the focus will be more on droughts than, than COVID-19. That mill price have taken a tumble over the last few months I suppose can you give us your view on it and also maybe um, what farmers might be able to expect? They have indeed they took a tumble for critical months you know they took a tumble for the the, the month of March they took obviously the consequences were of that March decision were, were felt uh, for April milk can indeed follow suit. Um, you know, it's hugely challenging. Obviously, the market has been extremely challenging with fast food outlets and, and various different hospitality outlets closing down for a period of time. Uh, thankfully, you know, they seem to be back open at this point in time and demand seems to be good. And that was reflected in the PPI index um, over the, for the, the month of May milk, uh, where we've seen an increase to almost 29.5 29, 29 
0.75 or 29.8 cents a litre. Hopefully we'll see it, you know, in the ICMSA Agriland tracker that we'll see positivity. 29 cents is the absolute minimum, but, you know, looking at, the, at, at that tracker, the, the Agriland uh, ICMSA tracker, there's huge differential between co-ops and, and, and processors as regards their ability to pay. And ultimately, from a farmer perspective, once it leaves the yard, it, it's the same thing they believe they should be getting. Even though it rained here for the first time in a number of weeks, Pat, like so many other farmers across the country, will be hoping for more of the same over the next few weeks in order to boost grass growth rates and also be hoping for an increase in milk prices. Silage season is upon us and there are more and more tractors on the road. However, there has also been a number of serious road incidents involving farm machinery in recent weeks. Sylvester Phelan spoke to Superintendent Eddie Golden of the Garda Síochána to find out top tips on road safety for tractors. Superintendent Golden also gave us thoughts on the recent issue of dangerous videos involving machinery emerging on social media. I'm joined today by Superintendent Eddie Golden of the National Roads Policing Bureau of Angardashi Corner to talk about silage season and road safety for agricultural vehicles. To start off, Superintendent, um, are there any points of particular importance that you'd like to raise that tractor and machinery operators should keep in mind in particular? Yeah, absolutely, Sylvester. Look, and thanks for the opportunity to, um, to talk about road safety. And obviously, the months of June, July and August are the months where we're finding that there's more prevalence for the collisions are happening during those periods. And um, when we look at the statistics, we've had uh, 16 fatal collisions, 59 serious injury collisions, 249 non-serious in the last five years in around those months. So it is very important that uh, people are aware that we are seeing far more agricultural vehicles on the road. You're right about silage season. And we fe featured it recently in our crime call. And I spent a day with a, a contractor um, and we filmed a lot of, I suppose, the, the do's and don'ts when it comes to the road. Uh, can I just say in general that my experience and the members of the roads policing around the country is that the people that have it, their machinery well and in good condition, you know, the majority do that, uh, in, including the contractors, I have to say. Um, but after that, then we're, we're going down to a kind of a narrow wedge of a small cohort of people who do not have their tractors or machinery fit for the road use. And that's where a lot of the, the collisions are happening, or the, the, I suppose the danger for collisions are happening. Uh, so what I mean by that is the regulations, uh, 2016 regulations came in, uh, and these were the revised regulations. And they were distributed extensively uh, amongst the agricultural community. And they are the blueprint for, you know, if you need to know what regulations they are in relation to braking, your trailers, your tractor, whatever condition they should be in. Um, but I suppose what we're finding is that a lot of the smaller operators uh, are not keeping their uh, tractors in good condition. They're using them on farm, you know, during the winter months. And then obviously there's times when they're using on the roads. Um, some of the areas I'd like to highlight would be the lighting. Um, a lot of the tractors we're finding on the roads don't have proper functioning lights front and rear. And it's something that I can understand by the nature of the work, why um, damage can happen. But if you aren't regularly maintaining your, your tractor or your machinery, you're actually increasing your chance of having collisions on the road. Um, there was a very good document produced by ourselves, the Road Safety Authority and the Health and Safety Authority a number of years ago, and it was essential safety checks for your tractor. And now that's available online um, through the HSA website. And we're advising people to really reinforce that. And not only 
for the, the owners of the tractors, for the users of the tractors to make sure that their vehicles are in good condition. So in general, I'm finding that um, the good are very good. And then after that, Sylvester, we're finding a, a cohort of people who are taking a chance on the roads. Um, the, the condition of the vehicles are very poor. Can I say as well that one of the, the most important pieces of information that regulation was in relation to the flashing amber light. So any vehicle after 1980 tractor has to have a correct flashing beacon working uh, on the road. And we're finding that a lot of farm users are not having those in serviceable condition and they're not turning them on even if they were in a serviceable condition on the roads and that's causing an issue. It's an offence as well obviously and we're looking at, um, uh, look we're enforcing that as we go on but again once you go on the road you need to click into road mode and make sure your tractor is in good condition and your flashing beacon is on, that's the first thing I'd say. Also in relation to lighting as well, if you have an implement on the back of the vehicle that's blocking the lights of the tractor you should have a second set of auxiliary lights on the back of the implement. So whether it's a sprayer, um, I suppose the silage um, trailers themselves would have their own lights and they should be serviceable. But we are finding that particularly this time of year when we have people spraying manure, um, certain big manure spreaders may not have the lights on the back. And particularly, okay, we've, we've um, good conditions uh, all the way through, maybe into the um, 8, 9, 10 o'clock. However, you should have your working lights on the driving lights on when you're on the road itself. Um, there's one other area as well, it's the use of mobile phones while driving. It is an offence and we're finding that a lot of the, at the moment, use of tractors on the road, we're finding um, tractor drivers in particular are using their mobile phones while driving. Now the concentration needed to control a big large vehicle like that, um, you know, it's not conducive to any type of distraction. And I'm asking that um, particularly employers if, if they have somebody working for them who has a propensity to be on the mobile phone, you know, intervene um, and, and make it a rule that, that that phone should not be used while driving. Would you find secure loads? Would that be an issue as well? It's definitely something that we are finding that, particularly with bale trailers at this time of year, a lot of people are moving silage bales. And I think there's a feeling out there that, you know, there's nothing to worry about because the silage bale is heavy and it, it won't fall off the trailer. But once you're on the main road uh, with those trailers and with silage bales, they have to be secured correctly and strapped down correctly. It is an offence to be on the road when they're not strapped down. Um, and I'm asking again for people to be responsible in this area and don't take chances when it comes to load securing. The other area that I've seen is that people are pulling out trailers um, which are not fit for use on the road. Um, they're old bale trailers. They don't meet any type of regulations. I talked about the 26 regula 2016 regulations. And, you know, there's no place for those on the open road now. Um, and if it is a thing that you need bales moved, you know, get a contractor to do it. Get somebody that has a trailer that's in good condition. And some of the more modern trailers have some on themselves now to actually clamp the bales down. I've seen the more uh, modern version of them. Um, but, it, but it is very important that your equipment is fit for purpose. Are there any areas in particular of caution or of um, particular danger on the roads, like uh, on the crest of hills, or would it, I suppose, just be across the board? Once you start moving in and out of fields, um, we've been very fortunate with the weather at the moment. Uh, but, but once you start doing that, you know, you need to have proper signage. You need to give the motorist advance warning that there's the, po the possibility of vehicles moving out and in from fields. Um, also, Look, we've been looking, I suppose, lucky or unlucky, I'm sure the farmers are praying for rain at the moment. But once the wet weather comes in, you know, pulling muck onto the roads, that all causes hazards. 
for, for motorcyclists, motorcyclists. And, and I'm asking again that, you know, that, that has to be very closely monitored and somebody needs to take responsibility for those hazards, um, particularly if it's muck being pulled onto the roadway. Uh, and, and again, take the necessary precautions and, and do the right thing. Um, the other area which has been very, I suppose, much in the media is the use of social media and uploading to social media. Um, can I say that in, in relation to this, um, I'm not going to pigeonhole any particular group at this, but obviously there's a prevalence among the younger um, age groups that are, are more used to uploading to social media. But any type of uploading while driving a machine, whether it's on the field or on the road, um, takes away from the job in hand, increases the dangers associated with both farm accidents. And if we look at our farm accidents this year, uh, they are up. If we look at our um, possibility of having more collisions on the road, the risk is up again and the more times i see those videos being posted to social media you know it does concern me on behalf of garage corner we will enforce the the road traffic act to the fullest extent with anybody we find um either uploading those videos or um driving while using the mobile phone or maybe posting social media and have you any further comments you'd like to add superintendents everybody has a part to play when it comes to road safety i appreciate that it's a busy time for all work along the farm but Again, we need to do the right thing at the right times. Please, I'm uh, asking people to make their machineries in good condition, to make sure that they uh, monitor who's using their machinery and make sure that they're not uh, taking part in behavior which could lead to a collision on the roads. And I'm also asking for members of the public, uh, whether it's motorcyclists, cyclists, uh, car drivers, truck drivers, whoever it may be, to be aware that this is a busy time, an important time for agricultural life on the farm and you will find a pre more prevalence of those vehicles along the road. And when you do them to slow down, uh, look for the flashing beacon. And again, let's, uh, if, if you just take a little bit of speed off, it'll make everything safer for everybody as we move into the, the winter months. And that important message, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Superintendent. Thank you. Thanks for watching this week's Farmland. You can keep up to date on the latest Agri-News on agriland.ie and the Agriland app.